Crowley Doodly friend of Reno's. I hope you enjoyed your week. This is This Week in News, where we go over the hottest tech news that happened during the week. So you have a brief little catch up here on your Saturday morning breakfast cereal time. You don't want to put ketchup on your cereal, but you can catch up while you eat your cereal. If indeed you do have cereal for breakfast and not the whole host of other breakfast options that are out there. Let me know what you have for breakfast down below in the comments while I start talking to you about the hot tech news from the week. In case you want to mine with a PlayStation, it turns out that ASRock is selling these crypto miners that mine Ethereum for only $14,800, but it turns out that the actual processors that are in this might be the PS5 Oberon processors, which appears to be that AMD was just like, hey, uh, these are defunct PS5s. Let's just let's sell them so that other people can turn them into crypto miners. And according to the reports that it's going to take you like a year and a half to pay off this entire thing based on the price of Ethereum right now. So it might not necessarily be a wise investment. But in case you want defunct PlayStation 5 processors, that's how you mine on a console by doing that. But we also got other stuff coming out from PlayStation. They announced their new PlayStation Plus extra and premium departments, which is going to be the replacement for the current PlayStation Plus setup. They have the Essential, which is essentially going to be the PlayStation Plus that already exists for $10 a month. But in case you want something like the PlayStation Plus Extra, it's going to give you up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games for only an extra $5 a month. It's going to cost you 15 bucks a month, but it's also going to have a rotating library of games that come in and out. But it's going to start off with games like Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal, which are a ton of great games. And I like to see this, but it's also kind of a bummer that it's not necessarily going to have the same games all of the time and Sony confirming that it's not necessarily going to have games on day one of launch and them explaining that that would just undermine their entire business model. But then they're also having the PlayStation Plus premium where they also add in PlayStation Now aspects where you can stream games over the internet, including PlayStation 3 games. And in case you want to play PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 and PSP games, you could do that as well, either by streaming or downloading, depending on the game. And that this is how you're going to get backwards compatibility because Sony didn't want to include that at the very beginning because they're buttholes who wants to charge you monthly for it. At least that's my perspective on it. And my perspective on the GPU market is that it appears to be widening because we got new reports of GPUs coming out of China this week. The China's More Threads MTT S60 GPU popped up this week. It's something that's been in development for a while by previous NVIDIA engineers, and it has insane features such as supporting OpenCL and GL, as well as DirectX, Vulkan, and the most intriguingly CUDA, which is something that normally you don't find outside of NVIDIA GPUs. So that's a good competitor. They showed it off playing League of Legends, which doesn't give us any indication on its actual performance, but it does indeed, at least according to this, work. And we also got some details coming out about the Fengwa one GPU being made by InnoSilicon and that it has outstanding performance on the Tongshin UOS operating system, which is a Chinese based in-house operating system that they're looking to supplant Windows with. And according to reports, the Feng Wan number one can compete with an RTX 3060 at 4K. But that's not the only GPU widening news we have. According to reports, Asus is slashing the prices on their MSRP of GPUs by reducing the MSRP aggressively across all SKUs because prices are just going to continue to go down as well as finding out that reports of pricing out on the open market are the lowest that they've been in over 
15 months, being down to just 25% over MSRP, which is lower than it's ever been, at least with the most modern series of GPUs. And then on top of that, it turns out that the US is looking to lift a tariff against Chinese imports of PCBs and other components that come in from China that apply to computer parts and it could potentially lower the price of certain things such as motherboards and GPUs either from seven and a half to 25%, which is a good decrease. And in case you wanna decrease your anxiety, if you get a text message from yourself, it's not really from you. Just answering that right now because Verizon has a bug. It's if you got a text by yourself and you're on Verizon, just know that somebody's trying to scam you. Don't do it. Verizon's looking into it. They're looking into the bad actors and they're going to be working with law enforcement to fix all of that. And NVIDIA is going to fix your sagging frame rates as well as increase the sag in your PC with the RTX 3090 Ti launching this week, coming in at a cool price point of $19.99. I actually found that there are some available for about that price over on Newegg right now, which is not terrible. You've got these big, massive whopper of a GPU, the 3090 Ti Kingpin coming in with two 16-pin power connectors, which can draw up to 1,200 watts, depending on what's going on, as well as the Galax Hall of Fame OC Lab Edition, although the uh, theoretical 1,200-watt max is actually only 516 watts in practicality. But these are beefy GPUs, three and a half to four slots, depending on which edition you get. The Kingpin's only two slots, but that's because it has a water cooling. So EVGA is actually rolling out an e-leash for their 3090 Ti, which essentially you mount to the top fan in your case, and then it keeps your 3090 Ti from sagging, and that way you don't have a droopy little PC. And Intel doesn't want you to droop on your CPU performance with them launching the 12900KS this week. It's coming in at 5.5 gigahertz boost clock, and it's gonna cost you a cool $739 because you have all of the disposable income. I know you, I've seen your bank statements, okay? and Intel also announcing their Arc Alchemist GPUs. They said that it would happen by the end of Q1, and indeed, they did at least meet that theoretical deadline by talking about it. We've got some details on the laptop versions, the Arc A350, A370, A550, A730, and A770M, with them really only showing off benchmarks for the A370M, which is not their lowest, but second to lowest GPU, where it can play most modern titles at 1080p medium at 60fps, speeding out their integrated graphics, and that it can play competitive games at 90 plus FPS, which is great. And then it also has a bunch of actual usability per, per professional features is what I'm trying to say. They also showed off their desktop GPU, the Arc Alchemist limited edition graphics card. Personally, I think this looks fairly good. I like it better than the renders that we were seeing before. If this is the official launch version, I, I enjoy it with Intel saying that this is gonna be coming out in sometime this summer. However, them not specifying what limited edition means likely is going to be their version of Founders Edition. Instead, they're calling it Limited Edition, but we're also getting limited editions of their AI upscaling. Intel Zest is not coming out until summer of this year, not launching with the Alchemist GPUs that are coming out on mobile, but likely coming out with the ones that are on desktop. And I'm coming out of this week of hot news being done. I'm done with the hot news this week. Go, go check out our merch at the link in the video description and go check out yourself in a mirror. And I'll see you tomorrow for meme review. Chips.